want to welcome you to Heart to Heart with Shaiju Matthew. My name is Vanessa Starnino. And I'm Pastor Andrew. And uh, again, this is the Midnight Hour. And tonight, as we've already said, we have something really special lined up uh, for everyone that's joined. And uh, we're going to be looking at it, you know, some some serious issues that actually that are um, happening in our society today that uh, that could help us out, actually, you know. Yeah. Yes, we're going to have a conversation with the body of Christ um, from the heart. I, I know that none of this would be possible without the creative design of our spiritual father and, and prophet, Shaiju Matthew. Yeah, and we want to take the time right now to thank him uh, and to thank mom um, for the honor to host tonight's program. So thank you. Thank you, mom and dad. Thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> yes. So we're going to wait a few more minutes as people... Uh, are still joining once more. Uh, we want to know who you are, where you're from. Uh, just make sure that you comment as you as you join the stream um, and leave your name, where you're coming from. Yep. And Pastor Andrew, we need to welcome our Revive Nations churches. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We've got um, we've we've got Revive Nations churches all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. Amen. So, so welcome. <laughs> welcome to you all. We're just going to read some of your path, your comments. Yeah. Amen. Good to see yep. you, Tutauna. Wow. Yep. We're thanking mom and dad. This is our very first. Guys, before I tell you, I want you to hear this. This is our very first RN TV. Awesome. <laughs> How exciting is that? This is too exciting. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. RNTV. RevivenNations.TV. Come on, tell me how exciting this is. This is this is exciting times. It's very exciting. I'm telling very you. Very exciting. We've got lots of things in store. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, soon we're going to have content for Revive Nations kids. Yep. Yep. Actually, I don't know if anyone was able to see that, but we have uh, RN kids coming up. Um, you'll you'll notice the logo because it has the RN in it. That's right. So make sure that you you follow all of the updates that come along with that. In fact, you can actually follow them on Instagram. Let me just tell you, it's Revive Nations Instagram, Revive Nations Kids. That's right. And also, just a reminder, um, we had mentioned earlier on that uh, one of the things that we're really uh, contending for is for our churches in Montreal to be opened. Churches mm -hmm. in Montreal and anywhere else where, um, again, the lockdown has affected churches and we can't meet together. So for those of you that are able to, um, today we were fasting. We'll be doing a fast on Thursday, Friday, specifically for this, um, for revival, for the re reopening of churches. So if you are, please, um, let's put aside some time to come and just get together and, you know, be a family and bring this very present need to, to, to the feet of Jesus. Absolutely. Amen. Fasting changes things, Pastor. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. So when we join collectively together to be able to fast and pray, we will see the hand of God move. Amen. Yeah. It's going to so be, true. it's going to be a powerful time. Yeah. Don't miss it. So I hope you've all been blessed, uh, by both our Sunday and Wednesday services. Um, we've had powerful words, 
um, that have come, prophetic words that have come from our prophet, our spiritual father, right. uh, Shaiju Matthew. And I don't know about you, but I feel God's presence in my home every time. Absolutely. I have the stream on every time we're worshiping. And I think that's, it's just so amazing. Our God is amazing that uh, it's not about the building. No. Um, it's about us loving him and surrendering to him. We've just been so blessed. And if you've been blessed, then please make sure that you hit that like button uh, and that you subscribe uh, so that you get any future broadcasts that are being uploaded. Yeah, and Pastor Andrew, a really handy um, tip is to be able to click on the little bell. It's an icon um, to turn on the notifications that sh that way people will always be updated when there's new content uploaded. Yeah, you'll get a notification, so you won't miss anything. And you know, putting together these services, both Wednesday, uh, Sunday, it's, uh, it's a lot of time, actually. Yeah, we've learned, actually, from start to finish, that the media team takes anywhere between 25 to 30 hours yeah. per week just to make Sunday service possible. Yeah. And we're so blessed to have such talent and, abil and ability among us uh, to be able to produce um, these amazing videos week after week, some twice a week, you know. Um, and we just want to thank the entire media team for everything that you're doing, uh, everything that you continue to do. Absolutely. Um, I also want to thank the worship team because week after week they've shown a lot of commitment and dedication to get that worship service up there. Yeah, it's true, Pastor Andrew. Like, I have an idea of, of how things go um, with worship and how it's put together. But could you just briefly share with us exactly what you go through to oh, make this possible? Of course. So, first off, I know that it, it's it's awesome because it looks so simple. <laughs> but it isn't. No. <laughs> it's not as easy as just going on Zoom and having all of the worship team there. Uh, because when you're dealing That's with right. musical instruments, uh, we're dealing with lining up time and notes. So usually the process starts on Tuesday night. That's where I'll record a basic piano track and a vocal guide track. Mm -hmm. And I'll send that out to all the worship team members on Tuesday night. That's right. They receive it. They then go and they record their individual parts. So if okay. you're a singer, you know, you record your voice singing. If you're a guitar player, bass player, you record the bass playing. And usually our team will send me their files uh, Thursday night. Well, we try to. <laughs> you try to. Yeah, we try to. And it's I'm difficult. notorious for sending my, <laughs> Pastor Andrew, something's wrong with the file. Pastor Andrew, can you just give me five more minutes? And then it turns into an hour. It's okay. But you know what? Again, these are things that we've learned from. And it happens. Technical bugs. So on Thursday, when I get all the files, then I take them. I extract the audio. Okay. And then I dump that into my uh, my audio software. That's where I line things up to make sure that we're all singing at the same time. Okay. Um, I'll also do some EQ and you know add reverb, um, and then I'll create a master audio track for each Sunday. Okay? Wow. Once that master audio track is done, then I'll send that to Luke and the media team on Friday morning. That's amazing. More like Friday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do the same thing as me. Yes. <laughs> Luke, I need more time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There are so many messages like that. And then after the media team takes over from there and they'll edit the videos of every individual video of us uh, and put it all together. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's incredible, Pastor Andrew. You know what's more incredible? The fact that we actually have that ability and creativity to do it. I agree with you. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't realize what went into preparing for worship. Even for myself, there's been challenges where I'm singing 
and there's no music around except yes. in my ear, right? Yes. So you have to maintain your, you know, what you're doing with the bigger picture in mind. Yes. And I found at first it was challenging, but at this point, like it's becoming, it's becoming easier yeah. and it's becoming fun. But there have been moments where there have been times where we've had fun too, right? We've seen some funny things happen, like Pastor Andrew playing the piano with no hands. Look, Mom, no hands! So early on when we started this, I would try to play the piano and lead at the same time, but it's completely different. So at one point I said, okay, let me record the piano, and then I'll act as if I'm playing the piano. But then that Sunday I got lost in worship and I lift my hands up and I was like, oh no. It was too funny. I texted him right right away. I was like, Pastor Andrew, no hands. Yeah, not as funny as uh, Vanessa turning off the camera. Yeah, we caught that too. That was that was hilarious. I remember seeing that thinking, oh, this is wonderful. But you know what? It's all growth and that's what we're looking for, right? Um we, we want to grow. We want to expand. We don't want to ever stay where we're at and be comfortable with that. And I think this period has really pushed us out of our comfort zones. Absolutely. Even now. Yeah. Even now. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, yeah. Riri, you, she loved Lighthouse. Me too, actually. I yeah. really enjoyed Lighthouse. You know what? That's that's not a typical song that we would usually sing. But man, when we did it, yeah. and even, it was it last Wednesday where they replayed it? That's right. It, uh, man, I was blessed by it. Me too. My favorite part was the banjo. <laughs> the banjo was amazing. Yeah, people Amen. are actually looking and, and co commenting at the what goes into it. Wow, somebody wrote, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you all for being a blessing to advance the kingdom. Amen. Yeah, I had no idea how much went into it. Someone said, hmm, yeah. This is so good. It's all for God's glory. Yeah. And thank you for <laughs> laughing with us. Yes. Thank God that we're able to laugh at ourselves because otherwise, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, we'd probably stop. Amen. Praise wow. God. Yes. Yes. The banjo though. Yeah. <laughs> Francesco wrote, yes, call each other out. <laughs> that was so uh-oh, Sosi said, I remember both. Don't tell anyone. Yes, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. It looks like Lighthouse. I, I think we're going to need to do that one soon. We should. Yeah, we should. That, that was a good one. It crossed my mind on Sunday, so uh, I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a fun song, too. It is. It is. Like, my lighthouse. Yeah. You just start my moving. My lighthouse. Hey. <laughs> I love that Okay, song. no, no. We're not going to start worshiping. We're not here for worship. We could go until 12. <laughs> it's an amazing song. Amen. Amen. Wow. Um, right now... As most of you know, um, there is a painful problem that is taking place uh, around the world. Um, you know, we're we're gonna talk a little bit yeah. uh, about what we're here tonight for. Um, it's great that we're able to laugh and to be able to have a great time um, online on this platform. Um, but we know that tensions are running high, yeah. um, and and it's it's been sparking unrest across America, um, with thousands of people gathering uh, to peacefully protest in response to a significant number of black men and women yes. that are being murdered mm -hmm. or killed by police, um, and our focus with our man of God is to deal with the racial divide um, that is happening around us and see the nations 
healed by Jesus. Yeah. And I'm sure that many of you are aware uh, of the post that dad made yesterday on Instagram and Twitter, um, <coughs> referencing to the racial divide that is occurring in the United States and other parts of the world right now. Yes. Um, there have been peaceful protests, Pastor Andrew, um, organized in all major U.S. cities. Yeah. Um, they, they've started peaceful, and then we've seen that it's evolved. Yes. Right. And um, even in Canada, actually, mm. there were protests that were set up in Toronto. Yeah. In Montreal. Yeah. Um, this last Sunday, there was a protest downtown. Yes. And, um, you know, what was meant to be something to demonstrate, yeah. um, you know, the pain that people are experiencing yeah. turned into something more with, with rioting and looting. Yeah. And I just want to actually touch on that because, you know, protesting, I think sometimes we don't understand why it happens. Um, we see it on the news. We see, we see sometimes it gets out of control and we're quick to judge and just say that, you know, people are letting their emotions get ahead of them. But I think what happens and you can chime in here whenever you want to but i think what happens is that in an event that again we're going to look at tonight people feel that their voice has been lost that's right and when you feel that no one's listening then you're going to do something to catch their attention right um and and i think that the protests you know as much as we want it to be peaceful um but sometimes again unfortunately it, it might happen that it does you know turn another way um and we're seeing that we're seeing that you know we're seeing that people all across the globe you know specifically in america have felt like you said that their voices yes have not been heard and this is perhaps an age-old mm -hmm. problem yeah. in america yeah. that we're seeing and we know that it's more than um, it's it's a it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. It's a heart issue, yeah. and we know that dealing with it um, from the perspective as believers mm -hmm. is more of a dealing with the heart issue of the yeah. matter. Yeah, and again, um, the incident that we're talking about, I know that many of you are aware of it. Um, a very tragic event that happened in Minneapolis, where a black man by the name of George Floyd uh, was killed due to unnecessary police brutality. Um, if you're not aware of the story, I would not encourage you to go and Google it because there is a video. There are multiple videos, actually. In fact, Pastor Andrew, I, I couldn't yeah. watch it. It's, I couldn't watch it. It's, uh, it's <coughs> disturbing, to say the least, okay? Um, but because we're going to be looking at this, um, and I think we need to, to kind of emphasize that the reason why we need to look at this is because for any healing to come, That's right. we need to expose whatever it is that's there, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You can't have a cut on your body and always keep the Band-Aid on. At a certain point, the Band-Aid needs to be removed that's right. and it needs to heal. So we need to expose these things. So I just wanted to recap for those people that maybe might not be aware of all the details Please. Uh, with George Floyd. And I'm going to look at my iPad because I want to get the facts straight. So just bear with me. Okay. So... Um, on May 25th, George Floyd uh, visited a store called Cup Foods um, in Minneapolis sorry, to purchase a package of cigarettes. Okay? A store employee believed uh, that the bill that he used, I believe it was a $20 bill, uh, was counterfeit. And that store employee alerted the police that there was counterfeit money that was being given to the store. 
Um, this is where the story now starts to become clouded because the police showed up, okay? And the police allege that George Floyd resisted arrest. However, in a surveillance camera footage that I watched, actually, I saw that, okay. it's very clear in that footage that George Floyd did not resist arrest. Actually, it was pretty peaceable, the exchange between him and the officers. Um, and he was arrested, uh, he was handcuffed, obviously, and he started going to the police cruiser. Now, um, allegedly, when he got to the police cruiser, that's when he stiffened up and fell to the ground because he said that he was claustrophobic and could not go into the police car. Wow. At that point, um, a former police officer of Minneapolis, Derek Chauvin, shows up. Okay, And again, it's unclear how and why, but Chauvin and uh, the other three officers um, somehow pinned George Floyd to the ground and um, one officer, and in, in the original video, you don't see this, but multiple people were taking cell phone videos. And so in the video that's showing behind the, the SUV, there is an officer that has both knees on top of George Floyd. Um, and then you have Officer Chauvin with his knee pressing into Floyd's neck. Oh my goodness. At that point, a bystander took out their cell phone, her cell phone, it was a female, and she started to record the whole event. And there were bystanders that were telling these officers, he can't breathe. Don't do that. Get your knee off of his neck. But you clearly see in the video that this officer is not responding. Um, and unfortunately in the video, you hear Floyd begging while he's on the ground, uh, please, please, I can't breathe. My stomach hurts. My neck hurts. Please, please, I can't breathe. And even after all of that, there is the, the, the officer does not release him, uh, doesn't let up pressure. He's still pressing his knee into this man's neck. Now, Officer Chauvin pressed his knee on George Floyd's neck for a total of 8 minutes and 46 seconds. Obvious to say that he didn't get enough, George Floyd did not get air. He went unconscious and later passed away. It's painful, Pastor Andrew. It's, it's just, it's, <laughs> that some, like, something like this would happen is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah. But you know what? Another thing is that it really sparked um, people to, to speak out against it, you know? Yes, absolutely. And that's what we're seeing with different movements taking place in America, yeah. where people are gathering, as we said, to protest um, this exact situation mm. that this sort of behavior will stop yeah. and that the value of someone's life should not be determined based on the color of their skin. Of course. In fact, Martin Luther King, um, a pioneer yeah. in, in fighting for the, the plight of the black man in America, um, often protested peacefully. Yes. Yeah, and you know, Pastor Andrew, I myself have asked questions mm. um, what is the problem? How can we solve the problem? You know, is it a yeah. question of legislation? Yeah. Is it a question of poor communication? I mean, you know, I recently saw a clip from a time when Martin Luther King was speaking, Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and this is what he said. Morality cannot be legislated, but behavior hmm. can be regulated. Judicial decrees may not change the heart, 
but they can restrain the heartless. Yeah. Wow. It's it's something that I've 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 considered, you know, yeah. when thinking about what's happening in, happening in America. And I want to know what is going to make the difference. Yeah. Because we know we've said it. It's it's a heart issue. It is. And I just want to clarify, you know, we're quoting Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and the reason why we're doing that is because this man lived similar, you know, I guess a similar situation. But the thing is, he the way that he protested, the way that he strategized um, was able to get results. So it's not that we're, you know, we're putting him up there and saying that he's the one. No, it's, it's well, there because... Were, there were other people who, there also, were other people. who yeah. also did so much um, for, the, for the movement. But you could continue, sorry. Yeah, no. Um, I just wanted to, to, to clarify that, that um, we're, we're living in, in, in a time where, and this is the other thing, um, it's not like this just happens once every 10 years. We've been seeing this increase... You know, it's happening. The frequency is getting closer and closer together. And I think that's part of the reason why, um, you know, we're going to be looking at this tonight. Because like you said, Sister Vanessa, what's going to what's going to make the change? Is it behavior? Is the spiritual? Um, what do we do as a church? Our position now as children of God. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? These are great questions. Yeah. In fact, tonight, our first guest is from Chicago. Yeah. And I don't know if you know, but Chicago is known yes. um, to be very contentious. Yes. There's, um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful place, although yes. I've never been, but I've heard. Um, our guest uh, is a Revive Nations um, pastor. Mm -hmm. He's a minister. He's a wonderful man of God, a prophet, um, and he's definitely a son of honor. Yes, definitely. Yes, yeah. Um, Church, would you please join me in welcoming, join us in welcoming Prophet Chaitan Henry. We're excited to hear Thank you. Yes, we are. Thank you, Prophet Chaitan. Hi, Prophet for joining Chaitan. Us. Thank you, Pastor Andrew and Vanessa. Hi, how are you? Well, by the grace of God, doing well. Yeah. We we heard that you recently had a new baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's going to be uh, two months in this week. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. We're excited to um, know that the promises of God are, are taking place in your life. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, and I would want to thank God uh, for this miraculous uh, second baby that we had. If you guys don't know, um, the last April 2019, um, April 6th, when I visited Montreal, um, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, my spiritual father, and Prophet Tinu Matthew, we were with them in their house saying, by before leaving and uh, our spiritual father looked at uh, my wife and said uh, god is preparing you for the second baby wow. and what is amazing is that uh, my son ezekiel matthew henry was born on april 6th of 2020 wow. exactly wow. a year after so amazing praise god <laughs> the promises of god are accurate yes. and specific yes. so 
very blessed. Wow, that's amazing. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, we've been we've been starting uh, the discussion about uh, you know a difficult topic um, that is taking place in the world right now, and we're so happy that you you've joined us. Um, we know that you're from Chicago, yeah. and um, we just wanted to hear from you to ask you, how are things in Chicago? Yes. Um, first and foremost, let me uh, thank uh, my spiritual parents uh, for giving me this uh, platform. Thank you, Dad. That's Prophet Shaiju Matthew. And thank you, Mom, Prophet Tini Matthew, for giving me this platform because I want to thank them for making this opportunity these windows to even speak and address these issues to the body of Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas uh, we can uh, need to take these opportunities as a privilege. And uh, I'm very thankful to, to be getting this opportunity. So thank you, mom and dad, for this. And now uh, to your question, uh, Vanessa, uh, it's been very um, hard uh, times in Chicago and the place where I live. In the past uh, three days, three to four days, there has been curfews overnight, like uh, evening 9 p.m. to morning 6 a.m. And in fact, one day the curfew was on from 3 p.m. in the afternoon to the entire day in my neighborhood very close by. The reason being because uh, it's getting very chaotic violent where people are looting stores and a lot of vandalism and especially when people traveling to downtown they had to raise up the bridges so that people don't have access to downtown we wow. saw police cars being burnt uh, wow. bricks being thrown stones being thrown a lot of unrest um, and it's affecting not only one community it's affecting everybody uh, right. even uh, so so it's very it's very grieving to see what's happening. I can only imagine. It sounds scary. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, but despite what's going on around you, um, you're you're safe. Your family's safe. Yes, uh, uh, we're keeping safe. Um, we see a lot of uh, police vehicles patrolling our streets. Uh, day and night and uh, we know we are kept by the power of god so we are Prophet Chetan, we are safe me, is it anything different than the lockdown that we've just kind of come from hmm. see the lockdown was more of a fear and shelter in which came into the city where people are just shut in their houses and not doing anything right now this is a little scaled up situation where if you're sitting at home and uh, you have other groups of people who are protesting peacefully, but they're also at the same time, some, I would say miscreants who, who have another agenda altogether. Right. It is not just about protests. They have, uh, they have another agenda and they are now looking as an opportunity to do what they can do where they can harm innocent people who are sheltered in place or even businesses who are hardly surviving now. 
because of the lockdown um people are trying to pay their bills people are trying to get by and now there is another way of creating this whole chaos so it's more painful because this is introducing hopelessness in the society and the feeling of remote security so when security is questioned that's when you know that like, things are yeah things are getting uh out of hand wow well prophet chetan i just wanted to ask you um you know in line with what we've been talking about what is the devil up to in the current hour um and how can we identify his schemes you see i would i would like to address this from the word of god because the bible clearly says that the enemy roams around like a roaring lion waiting to devour somebody meaning he's getting ready to get into anyone and everybody who's going to say yes to his inhuman agenda of hatred of racial divide all this he's ready to become their full-fledged partner to devour them with his agenda and so that people can become an instrument in his hands and with that you will see that the enemy's core value system is to steal to kill yeah. and to destroy and if you look at look at what's going on right now already people are in pain my brothers and sisters who are already suffering with the racial discrimination which the which is a very current evil which is still very prevalent in 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 america it is not that it is an unknown issue they are already uh, going through a lot and now the enemy can use this opportunity to divide this nation more actually instead of bringing healing he can use this to destroy so we need to recognize where at what point are we navigating towards healing with solutions or we navigating more to more towards dividing destruction and becoming a weapon in the hands of the enemy whereas we have to eliminate him from the roots of the human heart issue right wow so prophet chetan when you look at where we are today do you think we've missed the heartbeat of god for humanity i sadly i would like to say yes uh, because of where we are right now because if you look through the human history past andrew yeah. you will find that there was a mass genocide of jews that happened and uh, what gave one set of people the right to murder people was almost like legally sanctioned do you need to look at it and say was this not the inhuman agenda of the enemy to eliminate a whole a whole race a whole community now if you see that now that hatred is manifesting in different ways in different regions of the world and to say now that we see this here this is also in the same fashion it's manifesting now with the racial discrimination and uh, this is what is happening right now and if we can just say oh blame it on the devil but 
as a human being are you not partnering with the evil agenda <laughs> are we not partnering with the devil's scheme to do this and that is where the thing comes as we have missed the heartbeat of god what is the heartbeat of god i would like to throw some light there you see if we say we are a christian if we say we belong to the body of christ which we are many christians across the nation the globe the greatest commandment of jesus the bedrock of christianity was love your neighbor as you love yourself meaning he said i'm giving you a view a lens which does not permit you to look at another person any different than the way you look at yourself my goodness the way you look at another human being is first that they are also a creation of god like you are a child of god they are also a child of god right and how can you uh, if you have that view you know you can't miss the heartbeat of god that means we have clearly missed the very spirit of the lord jesus christ yes. which is uh, he gave himself for this Man. so i would say yes we have missed the heartbeat of god in a great extent not influencing the spirit of revival and teachings of the lord jesus into the nations so what would you say is missing like what would be the formula that would bring healing um to to this land wow that's a that's a very uh, important question all of us need to ask uh, ourselves you know in 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 here in in america and across the nations what what is uh, the formula we you know more i would turn that word as looking into the principles in the word of god will actually give us the formula will actually give us sense of how god would deal with this so for me the one word answer is ushering the revival that yes. god wants to bring to us and to the nations yes and as in, i say that you know when whenever we say revival people think of fire and glory and the manifest presence of god but how is it even possible for us to host a god like this mm-hmm. when our internal morals when our core system is not yoked with his ways his spirit his agenda for example in romans chapter 12 verse 9 the lord said let love be without dissimulation without hypocrisy without fakeness let love be genuine that's what apostle paul was saying he continued to say he continued to say saying that abhor that which is evil detest from your heart that which is evil reject it he said get away from it from the core of your system and then he goes on to say cling to that which is good meaning he said glue yourself to the love of god glue yourself to what the kingdom of jesus looks like and he also went on to say do not be overcome by evil hmm. overcome evil with good because mm-hmm. yeah. as you yeah. quoted martin luther king junior he made powerful statements he said hatred cannot drive out hatred yes. i see his principles are coming from the bible mm. you know he said we cannot overcome evil by evil we have to overcome evil with good Good, yeah. it is only good that can 
bring evil down. Yes. It is only light that drives darkness out. That's right. So true. This this you know as simple as it seems for us to talk about it but it is a deep pursuit of revival constantly seeking and becoming one with the Lord Jesus and his spirit. It is what we can look forward to bring a massive change in the nation and the nations of the world through the spirit of the holy spirit there's no other way human heart needs a touch yeah. and oh yeah who else than the creator yeah. yeah wow thank you for that prophet chaitan that's good um prophet i have another question for you what do you see when you look across the demographics of society wow <laughs> yeah, yeah ma- many of you know that i moved to america just 6 years ago and um, yeah. i was blessed by god to live in salt lake city and now in chicago okay. and my eyes have seen two different cities and i have traveled to canada multiple times and lived there for a few months but now what i see in chicago it's a very sensitive thing but i will try to shed some light on this okay now whatever segregation that was there in america the laws and the social injustice racial discrimination those effects culturally i can still see them in my current demographics wow, wow. isn't that alarming yeah. the the neighborhood where i live in you know the neighborhood which is next to me and the neighborhood which is just few blocks away from me there is a huge differentiation you know hmm. it is because years ago decades ago people were pushed to a corner saying that if you are from this race if you are from this community you need to only make your home there and you are not welcome to mingle with us how how painful is that how 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 inhuman is that that the new pop people according to the race their color their practices their heritage and then you're not welcome complexion is right on your face i see that even now i now you might say decades after has it been fully gone no i i see it i see it in 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 all these locations i see it and if i may touch up on this very sensitive thing i see so much of um i think i'll stop there because it's a it's a very heart uh, wrenching subject to dive into but i would I will reserve my answers for a few other questions that you have. Okay. Thank you so much again Prophet Jathan for for enlightening us and and sharing um from your heart that yeah. really that really touched us. Well tell us what what can the church do? This this ties back to my previous answer about revival. But now you know we 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 the church who are we the question to ask who is the church the church is the is the execution government of the lord jesus christ the the lord jesus said you know uh, the bible says in the book of isaiah that his government will shall be upon his shoulders and if we are the body connected to the head that means we are the ones who carry the government the dominion the grace of god into this planet 
and we see the kingdom of of heaven is a kingdom of order it's a kingdom of structure it has a way to bring the grace of god into everything the kingdom of heaven touches for example what can the church do the church needs to father a fatherless generation i feel the presence of god saying that Amen. the church is the answer to father a fatherless generation you see that is why i believe and i can see i can see that the en- that, that the enemy that the enemy uses anything and everything to fight fatherhood and sonship so true you know why so true you know why pastor andrew and venessa mm. because it is a fatherhood and sonship that gives identity that brings a name yes that brings a healing to an orphan heart mm. that brings healing to rejection when the enemy sees this he fights it because his agenda can only be promoted through an orphan spirit and when he sees a fathering spirit when he sees a sonship spirit he becomes uh, a weapon now to touch back on that fatherlessness you know in the current demographics i answered earlier i see a lot of fatherless generation hmm. you know uh, you see you know the the family structure is broken yeah yeah uh, needless to say marriage system is broken needless to say you know there are single mothers raising up single kid mm-hmm. you know kids there are no father figures and who will break this cycle and how can this cycle be broken beloved these are questions we need to really ask deep within our hearts and the answer is the church the government of jesus christ that introduces fatherhood the spirit of adoption the spirit of sonship the spirit of healing that changes and drives out rejection and brings approval brings identity brings acceptance and the healing that starts from the inside or not from the outside <laughs> not saying an outward change from the inside out and i see this and i see this you know um i you know in my 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 own upbringing right i i i struggled so many areas but my identity changed and i came under umbrella of a spiritual father and i see how a fathering spirit can mold you change you and break cycles of generations and decades which got deep into your root system can be changed because there's a reviving spirit that comes into your heart and removes the orphan spirit and i see this a fathering spirit that that is why i am so convinced that what the church can do fathering a fatherless generation how i am being fathered and how wow. millions yeah. others are waiting to be fathered by the yeah. revival church a church that is truly in revival will father yes. not only a church a generation wow a Amen. culture yeah cultural yeah. transformation the church's yeah. government will begin to impact it Amen. and i see this you see you see i'm seeing this like i see my spiritual father and i see him going to his spiritual father who's that's right you know Amen. i'm talking about my father prophet shaiju matthew who has a spiritual father prophet emmanuel makandiva who's mm-hmm. who's a, who's a prophet to the nations who sits in zimbabwe you see the legacy line there is a fathering there's a lineage there is a covering 
we need so yeah, the current body of yeah. Christ. You're right. These are the things that we absolutely need, um, Prophet Chaitan. And yeah. I know that um, your words have brought healing already. Pastor yeah. Andrew. And again, we're going to ask you to stay with us, Prophet Chaitan, um, because we know that we're going to have more questions and we want to hear more of your um, more of your heart on these issues. But at this point in time, we also have um, another very special guest. Um, someone that's dear, dear to our heart uh, from Revive Nations, uh, from Emmanuel Church. Um, they came uh, when we had our worship and fast um, a few years ago. And we wanted to get their perspective because they are in a different location in the United States. Right. So I want, I want us all to uh, welcome, give a warm welcome actually, yes, to please. our dear friend, um, Senior Pastor of God's Place in Ogden, Utah, uh, Pastor Shannon Schreier. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, Welcome it's so good to be with you guys. Thanks for Thank letting you me come. So much. Yeah. We're so happy that uh, you could be here with us. You two know each other, right? You and Prophet Chaitan, right? Oh, yes. Yes, of we course. do. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could tell us how, uh, how you guys know each other. Well, Chaitan, I'll let you tell that story real quick. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, uh, as I said earlier, I was in salt lake city for almost two years and uh, pastor shannon's church god's place was my home church and i was under his church for two years and i need to tell you that this man of god you know with wide open arms he accepted me on day one when i walked into his church um you know um interestingly not to flatter you pastor shannon but but to say to the people to know he he just looked at me and he said, I see the spirit of God all over you. So he, <laughs> he did not uh, look at me just outwardly. He looked wow. at me through the eyes of the spirit, which uh, made a That's divine powerful. connection for me to yeah. be there. And he has rich heritage of having, he has a spiritual father as a prophet, Bobby Connor, and mm -hmm. he has been, uh, I think I'll stop there and I'll let Pastor <laughs> Shannon to. Yeah. Well, again, talk. Pastor Shannon, yeah. um, we're so honored for you that you can come and join us. We miss you and Pastor Nancy. We miss you. We miss your worship. Um, but I know yeah. that uh, our spiritual father and senior pastor, Pastor Shaiju uh, and Tini Matthew, they're so blessed and thankful that yeah. you can join us tonight. So thank you again. Thank you. Um, well, for this. thank you. Thanks for allowing us to come and, and please send our greetings to uh, Pastor Shaiju and, and to, to Tini. They are just some of the greatest people on the planet, honestly, and what they're doing with Revive Nations and what is happening around the nations is just stunning. And we, we really feel honored to be a part of, of what uh, is happening there with you guys in Montreal and, and seeing a, a broader picture of what God's really beginning to do. Because I'm, I, I believe that what God has already done through um, Prophet Saiju is, is just the beginning. He's barely cracked cracked the, 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 the eggshell, if you will, of what's about ready to be revealed through the, the, the level of anointing that's on his life. So, so super excited to be here. So thanks. Well, yeah. Thank you again. So Pastor Shannon, just to update you, I know that you've uh, probably been in on the stream, but um, tonight we're looking at uh, the issue of racial divide and, you know, even in the church. Yeah. Um, and um, we wanted to, again, just have a discussion about, uh, you know, things that are happening because both you and Prophet Chaitan, you're in the States, and we know that that's the hot spot right now for everything that's going on. Right. Um, so, uh, Vanessa, I don't know, do you have anything to ask, Pastor Shannon? Well, yeah, I'd like to know how things are, are going in Utah. 
Um, yeah. You know, like, what's the atmosphere there? Is there rioting? Is there protests mm -hmm. happening there as well? Un unbelievably, um, Utah is, well, first of all, uh, in, in many respects, I feel kind of like the least qualified person to be talking to you all because I live, I grew up in a state that has less than 1% African-American in our whole entire state. Utah has 1.1% African-Americans in, in the state right now that we live in. And yet, um, things completely blew up um, in Salt Lake City just a few nights ago with rioting and with, with looting and all kinds of stuff. They were they overturned police cars and set police cars on fire. And this is like unheard of in, in the middle of, you know, the rural West Western states. And, and so it's been a, a crazy scene of events that have unfolded over the last um, few days and weeks. But, you know, it, it really isn't, it really isn't unfolding like in the last few days. This is something that has been neglected, that's been building up pressure for a lot of years that is finally um, just kind of pushed its way to the surface be because of what happened uh, with uh, with Mr. Floyd being just brutally, honestly, just murdered in, in, in the streets of Minneapolis. And so um, we're just seeing the fruit of that now. And um, it's been a, a crazy scene. So we've, we've had riots. We've had looting. We've had demonstrations and, and uh, protesting that's gone on. Our own city, Ogden, had a uh, it was one of the most um, incredible peaceful protests that we've actually seen. My wife was there and several of our church people were there and it was just absolutely wonderful to see the spirit that was all over that because uh, it was uh, it was a call to unity and it was a, it was a call to accountability, but it was also a call to, to love. And in, in the same breath that they're condemning police officers, they're looking across the way at our own police officers who just lost an officer just the day before this through a brutal shooting. And they're they're looking and saying we are we are we're telling the police officers of this nation that they they must do better, but we're telling our own police officers that we love you and we're we're grateful that you're here. Wow. Wow. And so it, it doesn't look the same everywhere. I will say that. Hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. So just mentioning that um, we heard that your wife, Pastor Nancy, and your daughter were recently on uh, television to shed some light on you know the issue of racial divide. Would you be able to? Just give us a background on that. Sure. Um, yeah, we our, our local news news outlet here was was at the rally in Ogden, and they spent some time interviewing a lot of different people. And um, okay. it it uh, you've got this um, American white pastor woman who's in the middle of the crowd with a with a mask on the front of it that says "I can't breathe" on the top of it, so it immediately drew attention. And um, and they they just they wanted to ask, "Why are you here?" What, what brings you here? What is it that, that, um, that you want to see happen out of this rally? And she said, um, just very pointedly, she's just weeping the whole time because she really does carry the heartbeat of the king on this, is that, is that um, she says, I don't, I don't know what we're supposed to do. I just know that I can't stay home and do nothing. Wow. And um, because of that, and, and she said, because um, the King Jesus died to, to, to level the playing field for every single one of us and not one of us should be above the other. And it was a real poignant time, you know, for, for people to really understand the, the heartbeat of what's really at stake. So yeah, she's, she's one of my heroes. Wow. So that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing yeah. that with us. We know yeah. that the subject of racism has been around uh, for so long, as you said, and many people would have thought that the curtain of racism should have been lifted by now. Um, can yeah. you share a bit about the thumbnail and existence of racism to date? 
Yeah, I, like I said, I, I come from a, a land where there's there's hardly. It doesn't mean that racism wasn't alive in our in our little towns and little communities. It just means we didn't have a lot of racial integration in the community that I grew up in. But I will tell you clearly that this is something that 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 has not just cropped up overnight. You know, ever since you know the the racial wars and and we've had. Um, you know, I, I grew up during the whole racial reformation period of of um, Martin Luther King Jr. And, and Malcolm X and several people trying to, to raise the, the position and to raise the bar for uh, uh, people of, of African-American descent to be able to walk with their head held high in this community and to be able to have the same rights that you and I have. And you you would you would think, as, as you just stated, that it would be much, much better and we'd be much further down the road that we are. And in many respects, there are some things that have created uh, forward momentum. But whenever we have an event uh, and and issues are perpetuated, like what happened in Minneapolis, it just it it resets the clock back, if you will, to so to just to show us once again, it's we really haven't come as far as we want to, and nor that we need to. And honestly, I think that in many respects, those who have become part of predominant race, whether you're you know, and, and it's not just here, it's it's around the nations. We've had the privilege of traveling all over the world and racism exists on multiple levels and it's not just whites against blacks. You know, you, you see racism everywhere that there is humanity. And it's because of what Chatham was talking about was this epidemic breakdown of family and what's happening with, with um, cultures being contaminated by an antichrist spirit that wants to kill, steal and destroy. And so that's, that's at the heart of the matter. But here in the U.S., um, the issues are perpetuated, I believe, because we have a lot of people who ignore the situation or choose to think that it doesn't exist. And and so what, what I call a white privilege would, would be able to exist in American culture. And, and as soon as you, you mention that name in America uh, or that title, it creates all kinds of of, of issues with a lot of people who say, what do you mean white privilege? We aren't white. We aren't privileged. We don't have. And but. When, when we hear the term, a lot of people believe that when you speak of white privilege, it means that that one group of people thinks that they have been um, uh, that they, they're being um, excluded from their, their life journey or through their narrative that they've ever had to gone through anything that's tough or hard. And we're not saying that at all. You know, the, the American people and my family, good grief. I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks, a poor white kid, you know, and, and life was tough. But um, but I've never lived one day as an african-american in this so i i've had the privilege now over many years because we have a very ethnically diverse church and we've welcomed that you know like i said we've got 1.1 percent of our total state population that's african-american and yet 20 about 23 percent of our church is african-american and so um, we have worked very very hard to keep lines of communication open so that we can have a, a an open narrative that brings um, a real restorative um, heartbeat and passion of what Jesus would do in the middle of that. Absolutely. But um, but we do have, without question, we have we have um, folks who just don't understand the journey of the African American or of Latino in our community. Forty five percent of our inner city right now is Latino, and we have the same issues that are that are that are speaking out against that group of, of folks that they struggle with every day. What does it mean? It means they're racially profiled. They can go into the same store that I go into, but they're five times more likely to have somebody tag them because of the way that they look, not based on any other thing except the color of their skin. And they'll have somebody who will tag them as security to walk them through the mall to make sure that they're not going to create any kind of a threat or a problem.
And that the truth of the matter is, is that that's that's epidemic everywhere across this country. Right. And so that that kind of tension is what is creating the environment that we're living in right now. Yeah. Okay. So, Pastor Shannon, you mentioned again that you pastor a church in Ogden, Utah, along with Pastor Nancy. I just wanted to know because, you know, this whole issue with racial divide, we see it happening out there in the society. But within the church, I just wanted to know, have you and Pastor Nancy, have you had to deal with any of this racial divide within the church? And if you have, how did you deal with it? Yeah, yeah, we... We, we deal with it um, periodically. I, I wouldn't say in, inside of our church when we're together underneath the banner of, of King Jesus flowing through a service and the wind of the Spirit blowing, we never deal with it because we there's a there's a real passion of love. When we deal with it, on, quite honestly, is when events like this crop up on, on social media and our, our um, African-American or our Latino families who are maybe caught in the crosshairs of a racial division issue in our yeah. in our community, yeah. they begin to speak out loudly on okay. social media, which which right. they should honestly. Okay. But what think this way, you know, all of all of white America is against us. So and, you're using and yet. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. You're so. Are you using social your social media platform from the church to help change that narrative? Well, well yes. yes. Usually, Usually, not not, not in, in in a in a vocal position where like if there's a, a conflict that's occurring online because it happens. You know, we see the conflicts just come up on on you know Facebook Live or whatever else. You know, where where people are, are texting back and forth and IMing right. back and forth. And, and our heart as fathers and mothers is to get in the middle of that and to say, now, hold on, everybody. Let's remember who we are and whose we are, because this is not the way the kingdom operates. Yeah. And so a, a lot of the stuff that we do in terms of the conflict and conflict resolution happens because of bold communication, where we're not afraid to talk openly about the issues. But in the context of how we pastor that, for us, we feel like it's best to do it. In, in the context of off screen, out of the sight of social right. media, right. so yes. that we're we're pastoring people one on one, and so we do that quite quite regularly. Where where we because the the biggest issue is that we folks on either side of the issue, honestly, the biggest issue is they want to feel like they're being understood, of course, and, and heard. Uh, yes. Martin, Martin and heard. Martin Luther mm -hmm. King Jr. said this. He said that the protests that are happening in America during his time, yeah. he right. said they're simply. They're simply the language of the unheard. That's it. That's and the true. reason, yeah, it is the reason that these protests are breaking out everywhere is because there's a, a, a segment of, of society hmm. who who feel like they're unheard. And if the truth is completely told, they are. They, yeah. They've been unheard. And, and this is just like a, a, a whole group of people just rattling things to say, "Would somebody please, please stop and listen to me? I have something that needs to be said." This racial injustice must stop, and it must it stop now. Stop. Yes. It has so to stop. It, it has so to, and that needs to be the position of the church. And so I believe that that uh, a resolution to that, honestly, if we're going to get to the crux of what I feel like the church should be involved in, because during every great move of revival, Chathan talked about this, we've had revivalists who have led the way. And we, we, went through, we went through segments of revival history where it was just the, the mothers and fathers, where there was one or two who were lifted up. Yeah. I, I call them the, you know, the anointed man of, of power for the hour or the woman of okay. God for the hour. You know? yeah. 
And so, but, but what God is doing in this season is he's changing that and multiplying it so that it's not just one voice, but a thousand voices all at the same time. Wow, that's powerful. And there, 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 are, there are thousands of revivalists who are coming on the scene in this generation to bring mm. the kingdom. And in, in my opinion, with regard to racial division, just like there was one or two voices who were, who were really prominent during the 60s and 70s um, during racial reformation, mm -hmm. we need now the voice of a thousand reformers who stand up and, and demand that things be done differently. Yeah. People yeah. people and, need to lift their voices, you're right, yeah. and to be able to speak out and and definitely uh, see things change. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the comments. Uh, remember who we are and whose we are. Right on, you know. Um, yeah. The language of the unheard, you know, that's, uh, that's what we've been talking about. Um, God created all of us. We are all the same in God's eyes. Amen. It, this is exactly what, uh, you know, we wanted to cover tonight and what we wanted to, yeah. you know, maybe shed some light on. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we learn also that we can't always blame the enemy, mm. right? This is something yes. that, uh, you know, because sometimes it's our humanity that, that puts us uh, in these, right. in various situations. Um, would you say that this racial divide um, is something that is spiritual or, you know, is it is it a human condition that we need to deal with? And maybe, Prophet Chaitan, you can chime in as well uh, and join the discussion at this point. Yeah, I, I personally think that it's both, you know, that that, um, you know, we particularly in the United States, you know, we have this rich heritage of, of being dubbed a Christian nation with Christian morals and Christian values. Yeah. And, and we developed the, the backbone of our, 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 our democracy and everything based on a, a, a Judeo-Christian Judeo ethic, mm -hmm. which is all great, but it simply doesn't fly in the narrative. The fact of the matter is, is that we built this country on the back of slaves. And this was a slave state. And so for us to ignore that with our history would be ignoring the plight of racism in its in its structure and how it began. And so I, I think that if we're gonna talk about racial reconciliation, the first thing that has to happen, and I'm not talking about us having to get engroveled because there are generational sins of our forefathers that were committed that have nothing to do with me, except that if it's been undealt with and there hasn't been any kind of reconciliation, then it lands on me to fix it. Yeah, we've looked at and that. so yeah, it's true. I, I believe that it happens through the ability of a, of a group of people to stand in the gap who will literally begin to cry and decree as as we are instructed in Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name, this isn't necessarily an issue for the whole nation to be taking up because the unredeemed have no value to see it picked up and to see change. But those of us who belong to the kingdom of God have a responsibility to pick it up. Yeah, because yeah. We, we are going to be held responsible for what we hand off to the next successive generations. Wow, yeah. that's powerful. So, so, sorry. So, with our physical, you know, in the physical realm, we're seeing that this is a war, but you know, black and white or whatever culture it is. But in the spiritual realm, what's happening? Oh, well, <laughs> the, the 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 whole. Chathan talked about it quite honestly, but in in terms of the plans and purposes of the enemy, in Matthew chapter 10, verse, not not Matthew chapter 10. Uh, yeah, it is Matthew chapter. I can't remember where it is right now. Hold on, okay. I'll, I'll pull it up. In my okay. memory. But, but, 
but it says it, it says in Matthew someplace that the enemy he he comes and he seeks to kill, steal, and devour. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That is his main objective is to do that. But the second part of that verse it says, but Jesus says, but I have come that you might have life and that life more abundant. Yeah. More and so the, the whole the whole issue of that is that the fact of the matter is, is that in terms of the spiritual battle that we're in, the enemy would absolutely kill every single one of us if he had his if he had his choice. Right. If he had his way, it's his purpose, absolutely. it's his plan. It's it is one of the things that we chase was talking about about the schemes of the enemy. But the fact of the matter is, is that the only thing that restrains him is the power and the blood of Jesus Christ that holds him back. And the work of the church of Jesus Christ on the planet Earth right now that becomes the restraining force of the Holy Spirit manifested on the Earth. And so, yes, we absolutely are dealing with the spiritual battle that's that's raging. And because, again, the enemy wants about how his purpose is to divide family and to take family out uh, and to destroy the whole crux of family and to create orphans and orphan spirit and so yeah it's it's huge Jason, you can speak into that again it's all yeah um i believe it is fast channel as you said it is both it is it's a physical heart issue and it's also a spiritual issue there are two holes let me just uh, mention something about the spiritual side of this battle. Hmm. You see, first and foremost, we, the human children or the human beings, were created from our Creator, God Almighty, yeah. in the Garden of Eden. But if you go before that, the only source that sang praises and worshipped God was the angel Lucifer himself, hmm. right? Yeah. Now he was removed from the scene because of his rebellious, prideful yes. heart. And God, in his place, instead of a highly exalted being, he created somebody from the dust. And he <laughs> breathed his spirit into our nostrils because yeah. he wanted, you know, I want people to hear this. I feel that the spirit of God is moving right now over some people. Amen. You know, we need to understand when God created us, he picked us from the dust. In the lowest thing, but he gave us the highest thing too, wow. his spirit. Right. That's powerful. Mm. So wow. That's if you just, say yeah. there is two sides, there's a physical side and there's a spiritual side in every human being. But what we tune into is what we give into. Now, mm. now you might be, you, you have been hearing since few months, uh, our spiritual father, Prophet Shaiju Matthew has been saying transformation. Yes. Now, transformation, yes. he said, it comes when you die to yourself and take the breath of that spirit. And that is what you begin to live through. And you become a butterfly whose wings are released to fly in the realms of the spirit. Yes. Now, going back to this, going back to this question. Now, that spiritual battle. Now, the enemy, Satan, when he looks at us, you think he's happy? No. As Pastor Shannon mentioned, he wants to kill everybody who wants to give glory to God. Yeah. Right. Because yes. he's, he's become our enemy. He has become yeah. the enemy of the human race. And what does he do? He brings all his weapons, his schemes into the human heart, which is influenced by him. So this is a twofold thing. Spiritually, he comes to influence. And physically, if we give in to him, Instead of giving into the spirit of God, hmm. I think I answered it. I think that is where we become the candidates of the enemy to, to do his will and his purpose. Yeah. For example, 
for example, Saul, anointed by Prophet Samuel. He was anointed spiritually. Yeah. But the bait of his heart, the bait of his heart was the human heart of insecurity, which was the bait of Satan. He presented it in such a way to Samuel, uh, to, to Saul, that he welcomed that influence with outstretched arms. That insecurity made him lose the kingdom and made him fight the next anointed hmm. David. So you see, like, like if we don't partner with the right spirit, yeah, and if we don't deal, my goodness, I feel the problem. If we don't deal with the with the crux and the core issues of our heart, you know, then our transformation is hindered. And that is why we cannot right. allow that to happen because this is both-sided. To okay. conquer these things, we have to go into this season to come out with transformation. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Actually, I to go with that, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it, this is really interesting and I think it's very needed. Um, in the past few weeks, you know, Dad has been teaching us that we need to grow mentally, we need to grow emotionally. Um, and when incidents like these happen, sometimes, um, it may cause us to have like a strong emotional response. Um, and you know, I've heard people say, you know, like, should we join these protests? Should we join a movement? Um, and I just wanted to know as children of God, we have to stand up for what, you know, the values that, that God has given to us, but what's, what's our proper response in all of this? Yeah, I, I, I personally think uh, Martin Luther King said this as well. He said, the time is always right to do what is right. The time is always right to do what is right. And so um, I I think that we need to be led by biblical truth and we need to be led by the spirit of the Lord to to, to make sure, like, like my biggest concern about this whole thing, because I don't speak out a lot on social platforms or even during our Sunday mornings, because I believe the predominant responsibility I have in sharing the word is to bring the kingdom of God in the context of who Jesus is to a people and with, right. with lots of diversity, with lots of different people inside of our, our church building. Mm-hmm. And so, but on the same side of the coin, I don't want my not addressing that to sound like I've become complicit in right. the problem. Yeah. And so, yeah. so I, I think there are, there are moments in time where the time is right to do what's right. Okay. Yeah. And because and, there's been a lot so, of um, people that said, if you don't say anything, you're actually saying something, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so, I, so I honestly do believe that there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. 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 My my question was, what were what was the position of the the all of the people in Minneapolis who stood with cameras recording this event, who didn't physically go do something about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That brings on a whole different question. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man is being killed right in front of us, and we are we are we have become so conditioned by the culture that we would we'd have a higher value to capture it on video than to actually do something about it. Yeah, there's some you know what I'm saying. There's certain things that are worth going to jail for. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. But I think it also ties into the fear that people have. Uh, Yeah, without question. Do you know what I mean? Like it it ties into the fear that they have of the same force of you know being used against them and i think yeah, that it, it's it's powerful though that we we have to decide they have to decide people have to decide what they're willing to do you yeah. know at, yeah. at this point to see 
to see things change. So, by, by the way, that's not an indictment on anyone. I, I wasn't there, and I don't know what. No, it felt no, it's like true. It's true. <laughs> but, it's just it's I, good to it's I, good to note that it's like you're right. Like yeah. some people should be willing to do this as well as uh, speak up, right? Yeah. 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 Prophet Chaitan, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, um, practically, practically doing the things um, of what God is leading you to do, you need to be prepared enough ahead of time to be a voice and a change maker in any given situation. I know impulsively. Some can step in and do things like Pastor Shannon mentioned. What were those people doing? Mm. Now, the question again comes back to the right of the thing is like, were they more focused on a social media videotaping yeah. or were their hearts, you know, you know, you know where I'm going, where are yes, their hearts? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What is it transformed from the inside out from time prepared by the Lord to say, like, what I'm seeing is inhuman, mm. right. merciless. Yeah. It is against whatever God calls human. Yes. Was that not their gut cry or their gut cry was, I'll just take a camera and tape it. So that is yeah. what I mean by what is human hearts being prepared with in these days? Make another show out of a video or you want to be accountable before your creator who's watching you in that moment and saying, hey, you were there. You could have been my voice. You could have been my practical uh, intervention. Like, like, you know, I want to speak biblical because we have a Christian audience here. Like, when David saw a Goliath coming and vandalizing, he said, hey, who is this doing things against me? I'm not saying you have to go run all of it and do it, but do something which is, which God is giving you an initiative to do. But to do that again, we have to have a set of people who are prepared. Now, that's where it all comes to, like, what is the influence over this generation? So yes. as much as I can say there's a right answer, for the answer, for us to become an answer, we have to yeah. be under the God who makes us an answer. Mm. And do you feel, again, this is for both of you, do you feel that, you know, these events also tie into the end times? You know, what we're seeing, uh, we just live, well, we're still living through COVID. Right. Um, but now this happens. Is there a correlation or not? I, I, I saw a, a Christian meme, you know, on, on social media the other day that says, okay, folks, what book of Revelation are we going to see on, on open oh, yeah. today? I've seen that too. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and so, you know, without question, I think that we're seeing the results of, of, of what's happening. I, I honestly don't know whether we're living in or any of that thing like that, honestly, because these... These uprisings have happened throughout generations, um, right. and we've had pandemics throughout the, the generations. And it just so happens that we're in a season right now where we're we're in the middle of several things that seem to be co um, colliding one upon another. Yeah. And yes. uh, I, I do know I do know that in the season that we're in, it it clearly is a plan of the enemy to disrupt society and to disrupt culture. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. it is a, it is a ramped up moment for. Uh, us to be aware and to really begin to pray. We can turn this thing around, honestly. Uh, but I will tell you clearly that the world the world sure. doesn't have answers to what we're going through right now. Only the kingdom does. Amen. And yes, so we, we've got we've got to be people like the sons of Issachar, yeah. who carried that anointing, that that knew the times and seasons that they were in, and they knew 
because they knew the times and seasons, they knew how to give the right answer at the right time. Mm-hmm. And that's what you and I have to become is, is just like the sons of Issachar of, of old who Amen. carry an anointing to, to, to uh, we've got friends of ours that talk in, in this language. They say we need to become solutionaries. Solutionaries. Than, I, like I like that. Solutionaries. Yeah. Wow. It's one thing to talk about the kingdom, but what is what are some practical ways in which the kingdom yeah. needs to be manifest that we can push our the bodies of Christ forward too, and to see Him do in the middle of the cities that we live in? Right. Wow. Well, Pastor Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And for sharing um, all that you have tonight. Um, do you have uh, you know anything that you'd like to say before? Yeah. Just, just first of all, again, thanks for bringing me in and to allowing me to be a part of the dialogue. Like I said, I, I feel like such a minuscule part of this in terms of, um, you know, my my heritage and what I've been through and to have a voice. But I do know, as a father in the kingdom, that my voice is very, very strong, and it's the truth, because I I know what Chathan has been talking about with the the heart of fathers and mothers being raised up in this hour. Uh, this, you know. Um, in, in Ezekiel, it says that in the last days that I will pour out my spirit upon my sons and my daughters yes. and, and that yeah. there would be the turning of the hearts of the fathers to their sons and the hearts mm. of the sons back to their fathers. And that is the, the solution for what we're going through right now is okay. to see a revival of that nature. So that's yes. that's where it ends, begins yeah. and ends for me. So we love you guys and bless you. Thanks for letting me come thank in. Thank you so much. Thank you we again. appreciate you and your wife. Um, and we just thank yeah. you so much for joining us tonight and for all that you're doing for the Lord. And uh, you guys we as can't well. wait to see we'll you again. Forward. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we want to see you all sometimes. So bless you all here. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Shannon. Yep. Wow. That was that was a blessing. That was really. Are you blessed? If you are blessed, please feel free to comment um, and let us know if uh, something has touched you. Um, you know, if if something resounded with you, um, Prophet, we're so happy that you're still with us. Um, and at this point, Prophet Chaitan, um, I just want to you know maybe turn it over to you. Um, open the floor to you if you have anything that God has laid on your heart to share with uh, with the people of God tonight. Um, and even if you could take the time and pray over us and pray with us uh, over these issues, I think that would be really um, appreciated. We'd be blessed, actually. Yes, please. <laughs> well, it, it's it's my privilege and honor to be part of this. But our my my spiritual father, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, gave me it was this opportunity. Now, before we go further, um, I want to say that I'm very excited for. The three-day fasting prayer, which you guys mentioned earlier, yes. which uh, we are going to be doing in the next three days, yes. because you see, um, we can we can preach all we can, teach all we can, yeah. but we become partakers of the Lord's Spirit when we become one with Him through prayer and fellowshipping in the Spirit. And I feel that is what is bringing such excitement in my heart that we, as part of this global revival family. Yes. Um, uh, we are not just uh, now talking and doing things. We are going to be praying together as one body of Christ. And I'm excited for the next three days fasting Amen. and prayer. Yeah. So and I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be fully um, involved in my spirit. You know, we don't have a physical church to meet, but I know I am joining hands with my brothers and sisters across yes. the globe 
Yes. You know, Revive Nations family like Pastor Shannon, Nancy, his church, and all my brothers, brothers and sisters in Revive Nations. We, <laughs> multiple churches, all the nations. We are coming together the next yes. three days, Amen. and then oh, we're yeah. storming heaven. Oh yes. We're storming yeah. heaven. Yep. We need to. And that. We have to. Yeah, and that excites me, uh, Pastor Andrew and Vanessa, because our our response is this: that we become one with the Lord's Spirit Amen. in this time. Oh yeah, Amen. Yeah, and uh, that is why I'm very excited um, for what we really hold ahead in the next three days, and I'm going to be very engaged with you all through. Now I want to tell you how I'm going to do this before I yes, want please. to share on what's on my heart. You see. Um, we are not meeting in a physical church, but That's through right. online, mm-hmm. we can engage by sharing our posts, our tweets, and showing people that what we are praying, what spirit are we agreeing with, mm. what yeah. revival spirit are we partnering with. Throw it out in the social media, where the world is chaotically looking at social news, which is more disturbing and disturbing. Can we be yeah. allies? Can we? To the all of the Revive Nations family and all the people who are watching right now, can we go ahead and engage to show the world there is light mm. through the Lord yeah. Jesus in the Come power? On. That's good. And that's nice. what how I'm going to engage with my fasting prayer for the next three days. Wonderful. And before we go into prayer, uh, what is on my heart? This afternoon I was uh, praying, and I want to address this to the people who are watching me right now. I was led by the spirit of god to think about azusa street revival my goodness i feel the presence of god already you know that through our father's spiritual father's guidance and through the revive nations mandate some of you know that we have been going to la california and we have been praying leading people to come together and pray for the coming wave of revival now it is not just praying from a distance, we are also going there and praying. I want to tell you that Azusa Street Revival broke out in LA, in Azusa Street. And the Holy Spirit began to show me this afternoon that who led that revival? I'm speaking to everybody watching right now. Wherever you are, from whichever nation, whichever race, community, I want you to hear the heartbeat of God through this. Here was one African-American pastor, my goodness, revivalist, a father, William J. Seymour. He, the history says, just after a few years of release from slavery, what his parents were in, he was born. And here comes a man the history says, please hear me. I, I, it's very, it's it's very heartbreaking. But I want to tell you the the price this man paid and what he brought to the world. Education not given to him because he was from a from a different race. But this man, the the history says, he taught himself to read by reading the Bible by reading the Bible. The word of God. He he did not do reading any books. He taught himself reading the word of God by reading the Bible. No wonder the spirit of revival was already in him. He paid. If you are hearing me today, I want you to tell. If he paid attention to the word of God and the spirit of God coming from the word. 
and it says at the age of 25 his biography says he broke out of his inferiority complex he broke out of that and he identified with the spirit of freedom in christ jesus i don't know who you are where you're watching me from but if he could do it beloved child of god you and i no matter what is going on in the world mabrako sekete we can break into the spiritual identity and dna that comes from the lord jesus through his word this man broke into that identity and the next thing he did was he it, it is said that azusa street revival was so powerful that that it united the whites the blacks the hispanics and other communities they all came they worshiped together and it was a house of revival led by a man within his limitations he transformed himself and he became a beacon of light i i read a testimony long ago it seems that the crops this is this word is coming to somebody the crops of believers of azusa street revival church insects would not infest those crops because people from azusa street uh, revival would go and say this is and this fourth insects you will not come and touch these crops and the insects would not touch them because of the command of the spirit of revival was on the land on the land i i pray that what i'm trying to say is that was the impact a revival is brought through the revival spirit over even the physical attributes of nature physical attributes of nature can we can we can we transform ourselves to a point where this king of heaven will find us as the very answer for the things that are going on in the nation and the nations of the world can we tap into that revival dna even through revive nations you know we are called revive nations it's already in us now can we transform in this season can we can we transform ourselves in this season can we can we lay aside everything look into our heart and say god i i have to become that revival fire that god wants me to flow through pastor andrew and venessa i i had a vision in february and the lord reminded me of that this afternoon i i it it was very prophetic in fact now i'm looking at it and the vision was i saw a house full of people who were sleeping on the floor they were all fast asleep they all were wearing different clothing different kinds of clothing and that you know all was very different but i saw that they were they were like linen white glowing cloths began to fall on all of them who were all asleep and i began to see there was a great disturbance that began to happen in this around the room lightnings and like tornado and everything and then all of a sudden these people who were sleeping my god i feel the presence of god who were sleeping they woke up now when they woke up they did not find themselves just like the way they went to sleep when they woke up they realized they had a new 
covering, a new mantle. It was a new glorious righteousness and the spirit of Christ was on them. And now, and that's where my vision ended. And I believe the Lord is calling each one of us to wake up in the spirit of revival. If we have been sleeping in our comfort zone, now God is saying, don't you see what is happening around the world? Don't you see it's already a midnight hour call? Won't you wake up now? I feel the presence of God. I, I know that God is tugging on each one of our hearts to wake up. You see, have you heard? Beloved people of God, have you heard people are just waiting? You know, people outside are waiting to see another revival corporately outside, like saying it'll happen in a stadium or a conference or somewhere. But this vision told me that revival starts with us. Personally, we wake up and then we bring it to the corporate and bring the fire. We bring the flame and ablaze a community, ablaze a body. And then that is what sustains a corporate revival because there is a personal revival. It's already adding fuel to the corporate revival. Now, I want you to think, if you say you have limitations, oh, my brother, my sister, if you look at that revivalist, William J. Seymour, did he have limitations? It convicts me. It convicts me, Pastor Andrew, and Vanessa, it convicts me. I can't complain anymore. Maybe stop complaining in this season and start reviving and transforming ourselves as our spiritual father has been preaching Wednesday, Thursday, week, week after week, Sunday services, every he's being fueling us with the spirit of revival to transform into what the Lord wants us. Rejection became the very womb of Jesus' lover to grow and thrive. That's what our spiritual father, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, quoted. Can we do that in action in this season? I, I, I want this word to tug us. I want this word to tug us tonight. Nations of the world, this ugly thing of racism, what we say, it's nothing but the core evil of hatred. It's manifesting in different nations in different ways. Same a different kind of spirit manifesting different ways religious you know like it's in every possible way the enemy wants to manifest but can we the bride of Christ can we wake up thank you Lord ask if you could if you could pray with us at this time and to all of our viewers um, while we're going into this time of prayer, please engage with us. Um, agree with us while we pray uh, by commenting, saying an amen. Um, and I know it's hard sometimes that our, in our homes we feel self-conscious, but by agreeing with us and opening your mouth wherever you are, that's going to break things. Amen? It is. So as Prophet Jathan prays with us, I'm going to encourage you just to lift your voice uh, humble your heart. Yes. Get all the distractions away at this point in time because I think it is crucial um, that we unite right now yeah. um, to, to break things. To break things, yeah. To yeah. join together in prayer. 
Thank you so much, Prophet Chaitan, yes. um, for leading us in prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank, come on, let's let's pray now. It's time for us to agree in the spirit of oneness through the spirit of our Lord Jesus Christ to come into harmony with the, with the Holy Spirit. You see, I want to give a prayer point before we before we all can pray together. And I want to encourage everyone to pray on this prayer point in agreement, in unity, in one accord, as of one tune going to heaven tonight, saying, Lord Jesus, here we are. You know, I know we want to say, send us, send us. But here we are tonight on this Revive Nations platform, crying out for that revival spirit to grip us. We are ready, Lord. This is the prayer point number one. The, we have to pray against our lockdowns to be lifted from our churches, especially in Montreal. Because you know this church, the base, it is a revival base. It is an altar. It is an altar. It is a well of revival. And see, this is the enemy's scheme, if you don't know. This is the enemy's scheme because the enemy is, is scared. The enemy is scared. He's fearful that his the body of Christ will come together and they're going to shake some things, dislocate some principalities, and he's scared. That's why his scheme is to keep a lockdown. But can we tonight, the government of Jesus, which is upon our shoulders, can we release our authority right now? Come on, let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, I encourage each one of you to type your prayers because this is how we agree. Come on, type your prayers and come into the spirit of... Father, in the mighty name of Jesus... We come together in the spirit of agreement. Come on, pray in the spirit. Lord, we pray that your spirit and you'll release keys and you'll begin to unlock, unlock, unlock our churches. Lord, and every lockdown to be lifted in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we release the cry of one tune. Come on, pray with us. Lord, see us. Here we are. Here we are praying in one accord, Lord. Praying in one spirit, saying with one tune, Lord, lift the lockdown. Let the chains break right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We will not tolerate. Come on, body of Christ. Come on, speak in tongues and pray and say, we will not tolerate this lockdown anymore. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say, where the spirit of the Lord God is, there is liberty. We speak liberty to the churches. We speak liberty to the churches in Montreal, churches in Canada, churches in America, and churches globally. Lord, freedom! We cry freedom in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, wheresoever your spirit is, there is freedom. Lord, release your freedom in the name of Jesus. The churches in Montreal, move the hearts of the legislative committee. Move the hearts of the officials. We speak right now. We, in, in, we, we inject dreams. We inject words. We inject thoughts. Even as Daniel opened the windows of heaven and prayed for answers, we inject into the spiritual realm. And we say in the name of Jesus, Turn the system to release favor, to open churches and doors again in the name of Jesus. Let churches be seen as essential. Come on, come on, agree with me and say, let churches be seen as essential. Spiritual matters to be turned upside down in the name of Jesus. If they can open banks, if they can open grocery stores, if they can open many different avenues like schools, Lord, let them open churches in the mighty name of Jesus. 
the solution the well of revival be opened right now the revival spirit be opened because of revival that's coming forth people of god remember this is a scheme of the enemy to come hinder revival but we know the revival is not going to be hindered because we the voices of the children of god are coming together in agreement and the spirit of god the revival spirit is upon us and we say in the name of jesus and lord i thank you for the spirit of my fathers that is upon me the spirit of god almighty that is upon me we take we come with the spirit with the prophetic spirit the spirit of the prophets lord we come lord in the grace that god has put upon me and upon my father lord we come in that in the name of jesus we say open up open up open up in the name of jesus i want somebody to to shout amen seven times and type hallelujah seven times and release the word say open up in jesus name 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 one more time open up in jesus name the churches be unlocked in jesus mighty name i believe you're agreeing i believe you're praying I sense it. You're agreeing. You're praying, Lord. Even as we build the kingdom, I want to give this prophetic word to somebody. As we build the kingdom, the Bible, the Spirit of God is telling me to tell you. As you build the kingdom, the Lord says, "I'm going to build you." My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. The Spirit of God is saying, even as you build the kingdom, the Lord will build you. So don't, 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 don't shy away from the house of God. If you build the kingdom, if you build, if you build what the 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 Lord God is calling you to build, the Lord will build you. Point number two. Point number two. I know we 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 want to be um, on time. On time. What God is doing right now. Point number two. This revival that God wants to send. the second wave of revival come on. Yeah. come on we need to pray right now and yes, we pray yes, in this yes. fashion god send revival and yes. start with me not saying start yeah. with mm. my man of god yeah. start, start with, with my man your our me. man of god our prophet they're already in the revival spirit we need to tap into what we need to tap into mm. don't don't put your task on somebody else so right yes. now pray lord send revival and lord, start lord, with me i'm seeing a vision lord, right now revival, we need to become Yes, we need to become like a boat that has a sail that is open to catch it, to catch this wind, to move forward with the revival, to move forward with the spirit. So let's pray right now. Rev broko. So so come on, agree with me. Agree with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, send the revival and start with me. Lord, I'm serious. Lord Jesus, we are serious. We want revival. send revival and start with us god lord lord enough is enough for our coldness we come to return back to our first love we come to be on fire with you lord you're sending us letters in this season you're speaking personally to our heart through the through this platform of revive nations lord send revival and start with us come on people confess that lord send revival and start with us Come on release your spirit come on speak in tongues come on take few minutes ra brakaba sakataba membroko sokotobo robo lord i bow my knees before the father in heaven oh god that you will stretch forth your hand from heaven and you will release your might your strength your grace your glory to tap into this revival spirit lord lord we come before you we come before you we come before you lord send revival and start with us re broko shatatatata Come on pray 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 I want all of you to pray right now come on I want to see your comments I want to see what you're saying come on re broko ta 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 papa le bro even as you pray for revival I want to tell you the lord god 
he is going to revive you and your circumstance your family because when revival hits you my beloved it's going to hit everything that is touched by you everything that is associated with you the spirit of god will flow in because how can he the father in heaven miss you when you are saying lord send revival it will revive your family your finances everything because god is a god of revival lord send revival and start with me re broko sakataba Lord, re brakaba sakataba, re brokobo sikre mene braba baba shataba yata, lam robobo sekete rekete. I feel one more minute, two more minutes, two more minutes. Let's pray, two more minutes. Let's pray in the spirit all over this platform. Ra brakata ta ta ta, me rabala kabasa kata, re de 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 de. Robo siberana masata ha, rema numa rakaba chala ba. May the Lord speak to you. Re brokobo rida basata. Malambo rato, oraka satata, ratata, rebababa, shita broko boramana, iremona yande, rabanto re maritala, rekasakayatala, reka mariande, irenamoseke, rembrokora, breketele, rabrakara, break every limitation, transformation in our spirit, send revival, send revival and start with me, send revival and start with me, rembro shata brababa, in the name of Jesus. Can I hear a loud amen all over this place, all over the social media? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thirdly, I just there's one more point we need to pray tonight. You know, the world is taken by surprise by COVID-19. But you know what? When the Lord Jesus said. And the sick shall recover. Beloved. That promise of the Lord Jesus of healing and he is our healing and that healing promise is true. But now we need to pray and tap into an upgrade, a grace that we have never seen before. Beloved, I hope you are hearing me right now in the spirit. This is not the time for us, the body to say, oh, COVID, oh, this and that. No, this is the time we say. That the healing hand of the Lord Jesus will upgrade the church of Jesus Christ. That his hand will manifest. His spirit will manifest through the body, the hands of Jesus. And will heal COVID. No matter what the enemy brings. Let our spirit, the healing power, let it begin to come. So can you agree with me right now? That the healing, the prayer of healing will be released all over the body of Christ. Come on, pray with me right now. If you or your family members far near if they're inflicted inflicted by this virus i want you to take authority right now and step in to the place of authority in the name of jesus and say lord we come against this but not in our name not in our strength but in the name of jesus that lord that you will upgrade us with the anointing and upgrade in the grace to heal this in the name lord we ask for an upgrade come on all over people of god Lord, we ask for an upgrade for the healing power to manifest in our lives. In the name of Jesus, upgrade us. Lord, we want to receive the grace. The Bible says a child knows how to receive. So can all of us pray and say, Lord, we receive a special grace. And first of all, pray for the grace right now. Say, Lord, we pray for the grace to upgrade, to be upgraded. Let the healing virtue of the Lord Jesus with upgrades come in the season for your body. In the name of Jesus. Come on, take two minutes and pray in the spirit. Ra, bra, ta, 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 ta.
Kembrokobo sikerebe nebe rabrabala brakasa kataba lobo rina mashata labrabala oramana brakasika tabaraba Lord Moses delivered the delivered the whole of Israel from plagues in the same way Delphus to deliver the body and the people of the world through your upgrade of your spirit rebraba shatabaya takaba rambroko sakabara meramona well, look, at this time, we want to thank you, Prophet Chathan, for joining us tonight on Heart to Heart. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for praying over us. And again, please greet Sister Nimi and your beautiful two boys. Yes. Um, once more, we thank you for, for joining us. Thank you for sharing. Um, and we just pray that God will continue to use you, Prophet, yeah. uh, in your ministry, use you where you are right now uh, in Chicago at this time. We pray for blessing and we pray for protection upon you and your family. Yes. Hallelujah. We've had such a wonderful time uh, together, um, you know, in, in the presence of God, hearing from these two wonderful men of God. Yes. And uh, tomorrow, uh, it's just going to get better. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Uh, please join us tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Um, and again on Friday. Um, we're going to continue what we started by praying um, and, and, and fasting together uh, as a local body. Um, and so we just hope that you would join us and that you'd be sure to tune in and be there with us. And uh, our prophet will be with us too. Amen. Yes, amen. We trust you were blessed tonight. Please, yeah. again, make sure that you leave a comment if you were blessed. Um, and testimonies as well. If you have a testimony to share, please leave it below. Um, so that we can celebrate with you. That's right. And until then, like we usually stay, say, stay, stay under, under the, the mighty hand, hand of God. God. Shalom. Shalom. Be blessed. Good night. Have a good night.